the MCU delays not one, not two, but six future projects that will be coming out for phase six. What does this mean for the future of the MCU? Also, today is June 14th, 2023. That means it's Wednesday, new comic book day. And JT is here to give us his top picks and reviews for new comic book day. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the one in 100 podcast. All right, uh, we're back at it, man. Sorry for the the tardiness of today's episode. Listen, I know just like many of you, work takes you know takes precedent in in, in everybody's life. <laughs> uh, and when you have mandatory meetings to go to, you gotta go take care of that. You know, it is what it is. You gotta make that money. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I had to do that yesterday, so we didn't get a chance to record. Uh, but we're we're here on a on a late Wednesday evening uh giving you guys the best that we got you know what i'm saying uh and if you were paying attention to the movie news of the comic book universe uh you would have seen that the mcu has delayed a lot of their projects and you know it's i don't want to say it's a surprise because right now with the way things are going uh for the mcu I don't really hold my breath for a lot of these dates. Uh, I kind of learned my lesson with that already. And when you think back with when the pandemic started, when COVID first hit, um, the MCU was was affected in a big way. A lot of the stuff that they had announced uh, before the pandemic hit had got delayed. You know, Disney Plus was just about to take off and, and the shows that they had put, were ready to put on there all got pushed back. So. The MCU hasn't really had a lot of good luck in the past three to four years uh, and, and it's continuing right now, man. Um, the writer's strike is still going uh, and it's still affecting the MCU um, with shows like Daredevil. They have stopped production on that once again, because I feel I think they were saying that they were supposed to be filming back in New York. Um, but the protesters are stationed in the area where they have to film. They just keep popping up there or they're just basically taking over that area. I'm not really sure how it's going. Um, but Daredevil has been put on hold once again. Uh, they're not saying that it's a, it's going to be delayed coming out, but I know they're just saying like, listen, we gotta, we gotta put it on hold. Maybe they'll go shoot somewhere else for now. And just pray uh, to the movie gods that things get settled. But more, you know, heartbreaking news is coming for the MCU. Six movies in phase six have been delayed. Uh, let's see. We got Captain America Brave New World. That went from May 3rd, 2024 to July 26, 2024. Uh, what else we got? Thunderbolts. That's been pushed from July 26, 2004 uh, to December 20th, 2004. So that's going to be interesting. That's coming out like right before Christmas. Uh, and to put this movie there with this unlikely, you know, team, you know, a team nobody was actually looking for to put it out before Christmas. That You got to have some big cojones for that. Uh, Blade, listen, 
I've said it a billion times already on this show, uh, on the Saturday show with Kay. I'm really starting to think that Blade is not going to happen. Uh, I know everybody's like, let's let's pray for Blade. Let's pray for Blade. But listen, they are officially they stopped the production on it because of the writer's strike. Uh, and now it's got a big delay. It was scheduled to come out uh, September of 2024 now is pushed to february of 2025 so i mean we don't need to hold our breath for blade y'all unfortunately that's a movie that i really really want a lot of people really really want but i don't i have no hopes for that right now when that movie comes out if it comes out i'm sorry if that movie comes out i'm going to be completely shocked okay and then we have Fantastic Four. Um, we we don't know much about this movie at all, but now we know that it's going from February 12, 2025 to May 2nd, 2025. Uh, then what else do we got, man? It was a lot. All right, so this is where things get crazy. Kang Dynasty, the Avengers movie. That movie was scheduled to come out May 1st, 2000. And no, I'm sorry, May 2nd, 2025. Now they're saying that it's going to come out May 1st, 2026, a whole year pushed back now, a whole year. So what does that say to me, your boy, Amir? Um, Jonathan Majors is Kang the Conqueror, and he's an excellent actor. And a lot of things have been going on with Jonathan Majors. As you know, I believe he's actually starting his trial now, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that because um, I was trying to stay away from the Jonathan Majors stuff. But when you see a big push like this, this tells me two things, man. Two things. The first thing where I'm going to hold out some hope. This could mean that maybe Jonathan Majors and his team have shown to Marvel that he is going to win this case um, and that he's going to need some time to get his stuff together, all right, uh, in order to get back to filming. And, of course, the writer strike is happening right now, so nobody's even working on this movie at this moment. So I feel like they could be giving themselves some breathing room, let everything get cleared up with Jonathan Majors, and move forward. All right, because nothing has happened with Loki. Loki is still coming out. Jonathan Majors is still a part of Loki. Now, the other thing that could happen since Loki is done shooting, but there could be some things that are put in Loki at the end of it that may switch out Jonathan Majors and put somebody else in that role for Kang the Conqueror. So which means that somebody else would be replacing him in Kang, uh, the Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. So it could be two things. Either they're waiting on Jonathan Majors for everything to get cleared up or they're replacing Jonathan Majors and, you know, they're they're moving forward and they got to set up a few things and, you know, in uh, Loki, you know what I'm saying? So that that could be two things that are happening, you know, or they just are just waiting for the writer strike. You know, that could be the, number, the third thing. Um the other big one is Avengers Secret War. All right. Uh, this was this also got pushed a whole year. This was supposed to come out May of 20, uh, May 1st, 2026. And now it's get pushed. It got pushed to May 7th, 2027. So these movies were supposed to come out 
back to back, basically like a year apart. Um, and now they've been pushed a year in advance, a year further. Um, and it could be the same reasoning, man. It could be because Jonathan Majors was such a big part of this whole thing that they're trying to do that they have to either wait for him or they're going to replace them. Now, the other thing that could be in a situation that's happening, maybe just maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this. I don't have no inside scoop or anything like that with anybody, but what if they are deciding to change the whole shebang? What if, what if, uh, what if the MCU got rid of the whole Kang storyline after Loki? What if Loki's just like one of those one shot stories and now they're just going to go in a completely different direction and, and start telling a whole nother story because they really love Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror? Maybe. They don't want to replace him. Maybe they feel like he's irreplaceable and they're going to move on and tell a totally different story. And maybe they're just, you know, getting rid of the multi multiverse saga altogether because, you know, the secret wars were supposed to put an end to that. Well, maybe they might be like, you know what? We're done. Let's take, let's just take this whole thing out uh, and, and, and move forward and tell a whole nother story. There's plenty of stories that they can take from the comic books. Like secret wars is an amazing story. And I feel that Secret Wars would bring us Miles Morales. I'm still hoping on that, um, especially being that Amy Pascal said her rumors in, or not rumors, but said her quotes about their, you know, they're getting things started with with Miles Morales now in a live action. You know, we could see him in Secret Wars. You know, he was a major part in the uh, the second Secret Wars storyline. I think it was Jonathan Hickman. So, yeah, man, a lot of, a lot of changes, a lot of changes that are going to be affecting the MCU. But listen, man, they, lately they just haven't had the best luck. You know, you got the situation with Jonathan Majors. You got the situation with, with Tenoch uh, Huerta, you know, uh, Mr. Namor himself. Uh, you know, you got that situation going on. You got the writer strike going on. So it's like, man, they're just unlucky right now. They had COVID that, you know, messed up a lot of things for them uh, a couple years ago. So let me tell you something. If the MCU can bounce back from this, this will be the greatest comeback story of all time. And the MCU studios would have to have GOAT attached to their names for, for all time. Because they had a great run in the beginning. You know, we all talk about those first three uh, phases of, of the MCU. Phase four wasn't that great. Phase five is kind of rocky right now. Um, things are getting pushed. Things are getting delayed. Like, you know, we got a whole lot going on with phase four. But if these guys can find a way to pull this stuff all together and get a big ass victory out of all of this mess that's been going on. Listen goat okay goat james gunn will not be able to touch them i don't care how great of a comic book writer or comic book movie writer he is if the mcu can bounce back from this which i believe they can and that's why we're getting a whole nother delay of everything because they got to get their stuff together they got to get their ducks in a row if they can do it we're talking the greatest comeback of all time Greatest comeback story of all time. But with that said, man, let's kick it over to JT. Uh, no third segment today. I just want to let you guys know. 
because it was a crazy week for comic books. A lot of great books came out and I want JT to, you know, be able to, you know, relax and talk about some of these books that came out and break some of these things down for us. You know, it's a late night, you know, you probably already got your books already. You probably already read your books. So it's going to be a little bit of spoiler talking there. So let's kick it over to JT and find out what he picked up for new comic book day, June 14th, 2023. JT, what's going on, big bro? Listen, man, what a week for comic book collectors, man. All of the companies went crazy this week with some great books, man. Uh, so what were you able to pick up this week? Hey, good evening, Amir. Good evening, everybody. It's JT. Um, I picked up quite a few books this week. <laughs> and to be honest with you, we're being completely honest. Next week ain't going to be much better. I'm no. just saying. <laughs> but... <laughs> But first, um, uh, first book I want to go over is by Dr. And I'm saying Dr. Got respect on her name. Mm -hmm. Dr. Eve L. Ewing yeah. has started her uh, run on Black Panther. So this is Black Panther number one out this week. For all you legacy people, it's technically issue 213. Mm -hmm. um, and basically what it says is this is taking place in the aftermath of uh, John Ridley's run. And after, you know, basically uh, T'Challa, who is, of course, no longer king, has also been exiled from, you know, basically from being in Wakanda. So right. he's not necessarily in the Golden City, but he took up residence outside of the city, far outside of the city, in the uh, city that's named after his father, uh, T'Chaka. Mm -hmm. And he's finding that there is a really large disconnect between the world the, the the world of Wakanda that everyone sees and the Wakanda that he is currently seeing. And he's finding a bigger disconnect between himself, having not realized it up until this point. So it right. takes place in that mindset. And it's a really I love the way she's writing it because we're we're basically getting to know what's inside of T'Challa's mind. Yes. As yeah. he's going through the process of discovering all these different things that he may have, you know, not necessarily paid attention to before. Mm -hmm. So it's a very good read, it's a very good jumping on point. The the artwork um I think is by Chris Allen and yeah, that yeah. is actually uh some pretty good artwork. It's pretty dope. I like a lot of the action sequences. And for anybody who's uh, out there speculating, there's definitely a, a couple of appearances in this book mm -hmm. that you that you might wanna you you might wanna get in there before issue two comes out. So I, I would definitely say uh, if you can pick this book up. I mean, there's multiple covers. Uh, you saw me. I went with uh, yeah, I went with a bunch of covers, including <laughs> the one at twenty five. It, it, it was yeah. worth it, but you know. Whatever, don't judge me, people. Um, no judgment next here. Up, I know, right? <laughs> next up would be uh, Monarch number five of six by uh, Rodney Barnes, and of course, you know Rodney Barnes Let's is out go. here. You know he out here exactly. My man out here, you know, repping the horror genre, the sci-fi genre, and as we were talking earlier, maybe we can get him to get in that superhero genre of his own right. with, with his own. You know, little dark but twisted superheroes. I know, right? <laughs> but 
But basically, this issue we find uh, Trayvon is, you know, revealed himself as being uh, not of this earth, you know, to um, his, I, you know, I'm going to say his closest friends. Yeah. Deja. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say, I mean, he's a little too young for a love interest, but you can kind of tell she, right. he's got feelings for her and she's yeah. got feelings for him. And she just feels, you know, there's a level of betrayal because it's like, well, how long have you been lying to me? But we also get to see things from his point of view and how he has changed since he's come to Earth. But it's very interesting that, you know, he is basically, um, I, I don't want to say he's judging the people mm -hmm. of Earth because he is, but he isn't because he's also understanding that the capacity right. for us to do better and be better is there. So obviously he doesn't want his people to win. You know right. what I mean? And mm -hmm. and his people are winning at this point. So it's pretty interesting to see that he is betraying his own in a, in a manner of speaking. And that last page was amazing. I mean, that, that, that little thing that popped Ooh. off at the last page. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've forgotten about that situation too. So yeah. when that, that, that happened, I kind of laughed yeah. because literally what was said on that last page is what I was thinking. Because I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I, wow. I didn't even think about you. My anyway. exact quote when I read that last page was, damn. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like, oh, yeah, about that. Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so next up, I'm going to go with the trifecta today. We already did a Marvel book and we did an indie book. So we might as well do a DC book to wrap yeah. it up. Well, DC Milestone, because technically mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. own half, I believe. Um, so... What we're going to go with is Static Anunci number one, which is really a pretty cool book. If you think about it, anybody who grew up watching Static and, and saw the Static uh, TV series, you knew there was a um, a hero on there by the name of Anunci, and he's basically based off of an African god of storytelling. Not necessarily mischievous, just off of storytelling. And it's a very interesting read. Um, this takes place for anybody who's interested in knowing this takes place between issues. I mean, not issues between volumes one and two of the new static series. Right. And this is I guess you would consider this to be a first appearance for my man because he hasn't been in comic books. Not mm. to my knowledge. He he was never in the original book. Yeah. No, and then on top of that, you have. On top of that, you have um, a few new characters in in the series itself so that was definitely um cool to find out but that last page this is another one where the last page is a banger i mean i'm not going to say it because you said you didn't read it yet right nope i got it on deck right now for sure yeah so i'm not going to do that to you bro i'm not going to do that but once you <laughs> read it you need to let me know what you think oh, because absolutely. when i tell you it it was something that i'm glad they did just because it, it kind of solidifies a few things as far as the connectivity and the world of um, basically the DC, the main, uh, the DC universe and the Dakota universe. Cause you know, obviously mm -hmm. that's the name of this, this, you know, universe is the Dakota universe. Right. You know, RIP to uh, Dwayne McDuffie. And speaking of RIPs, yeah. um, right. John Ramita senior passed yeah. away. Uh, and you know, that guy was a legend in, in comic books. I mean, for art, for storytelling, he really conveyed a lot. I mean, he was very, he was really famous for his work on Spider-Man amongst other things, but you know, Punisher. it's really sad. 
Uh, yeah, it's really sad. We yeah. lost him. You know, his son is is alive. You know, John Ramita Jr. I mean, and mm-hmm. and he's out here. You know, doing his dad some justice. Um, Luke you know, Cage also. Up. Luke Cage. I think he was. Yeah, a part yeah, of yeah. Oh, I know. Or Luke Cage. I got that book. Yeah. So, Mary Jane, like the guy's a legend, man. Straight yeah. up legend, man. Definitely and, a sad day and, in the comic book world. And that's why I love doing what we do because I want these guys to have recognition and I want us to be able to appreciate them while they're alive because, you know, yeah, it's absolutely. all well and good to sit there talking about, you know, oh, so-and-so was really dope after they passed, but what about when they're alive? Right. You know, people like him... You know, you're never going to see his artwork again, except for if you buy something that's old. He's never going to produce another piece. Right. Um, he's not, you know, he's not here with us anymore. So you have to, you you have to recognize the gravity of that. I mean, I, I don't want to make it too deep, but you know, that's really what it no, is. No, but it's a fact. That's a fact. You know, so like as always, though, you know, on, on a lighter note, you know, everybody just remember support your your your, your local shops. Get out there, start a pull list. You know, and as always, keep it 100. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely much love to the, the Ramita family uh, yeah. during this time. Um, but, yeah, go go out and look for some of that work, like JT said, man. And while you're at it, start a pull list, man. You know what I'm saying? Start a pull list. Support. Put, put, put some money in those. working on Spider-Man. Yep, yep. Put some money in the shop. Pre-order that book so you put some money in the creator's hands as well. You know, yep, for, the, for the hard work that they're doing. Yeah, because people don't realize that, yeah, it's fine to go to the, the, the store and pick up the book that day. And I'm not knocking you for that. Right. But if you don't show that you have an interest in the book prior to and they don't, you know, they don't know about the print rate and print right. run and how how things are going to turn out. If you don't show that support for that creative, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, they have families, important. too. Yeah, and if you appreciate the, their work, then you appreciate their work. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with you showing that love. I mean, you should show that love. It's it's it, this is a niche hobby and we all love it, you know? And I love it that we have positive vibes and we keep it that way here, mm-hmm. which is the way it should be in my opinion. But that's just it, you know? I mean, you, you got to you you have to be able to support and and show your love for this art form that we all enjoy and we appreciate. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we do it. Wise words, big bro. So, uh, but we'll catch you next week, man. Hopefully I don't have any meetings or anything that I have to go to. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And hey, we'll get listen, it out I, on time. For I, you guys. I, I, I added you. It, it gave me a little bit more time to, to, to do a little bit more reading. Cause that black Panther book, I, I'm not gonna lie. I read it twice. Hey, me too. Great. It was a very great book, man. So you guys go pick that stuff up and uh, JT will check you out next week, brother. All right. Take it easy. And that'll do it for today's late episode of the one in 100 podcast. Listen, if you are new to the channel, please hit that subscribe button. Um, Every listen, every download counts, man. And, you know, we're just trying to do our best every week to give you guys something dope to uh, check out, you know, some free entertainment for you guys, you know, positive entertainment. So we appreciate everyone that's been tuning in. But just remember to hit that subscribe button. Remember to like, comment and rate the show and share it to your friends that are that are 
fans of the comic book positive community, you know, so make sure you guys do that. And uh, also, if you need to wake up in the morning, go to Comics on Coffee. All right. They have some of the best smelling, best tasting, uh, and it definitely gives you the energy that you need in the morning. And they have partnered up with the one in 100 podcast crew uh, and they give you 15% off on your purchase, man. So head over to comics on coffee, get you some wonderful coffee. Like I said, right now, my favorite is the metropolis mocha. Uh, it's, it's actually really damn good. Uh, and I think the next one I want to try is the, the paradise Island one with wonder woman. That one looks like it might be, you know, my jam as well. So we're going to find out uh, when that order comes in, but listen, Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you join us on Saturday morning. Me and Kay, we're going to, you know, have uh, some good conversations going. We got some things to talk about. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into it then. So tune in Saturday and we'll see you then. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 podcast.